Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio, another true story from True Story FM. I'm your host, Megan Strand with Engage for Good. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com. COVID-19 unearthed some truly spectacular stories of our capacity to change and adapt to dire circumstances. One of my favorite pivot stories comes from the international NGO CARE. In this episode of Cause Talk Radio, I chat with Chris Noble, Head of Corporate Partnerships for CARE. Many of you know Chris as an agency and technology guy, and after sitting in this role at CARE for just over a year now, he's got some interesting insights you're going to want to hear. Chris shares CARE's COVID pivot story and what he's personally learned about the huge value that nonprofit organizations bring to their corporate and other strategic partners. It is always such a huge pleasure having Mr. Noble in the house, so I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Just one quick thing before we get started today. Cause Talk Radio is largely a listener-supported podcast, and we need your help to continue releasing great content each week. We'd love it if you would become part of our inner circle called the Cause Crusaders. For just $5 a month, you'll get access to episodes a full week early, the ability to view live streams of some of our guest recordings, and other special bonuses along the way. So be sure to head over to truestory.fm forward slash cause crusaders to get signed up today. That's truestory.fm forward slash cause crusaders. Chris Noble, welcome (laughs) to Cause Talk Radio. It's such a pleasure to have you here today. Megan Strand, it is such a pleasure (laughs) to be here today. Thank you. So it's been a minute since you've been on the podcast. It, it I has. Have to look up the last episode. Well, you know, there hasn't been much going on. Not at all. Oh, wait. Global <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> yeah, there's that. We have so much to talk about. So the last time loyal Cause Talk Radio listeners heard you on this podcast, you were doing something a little bit differently, but now you're doing something really cool at CARE. So tell us what your role is, what you do there, what's going on. Sure, well, happy, happy to. Well, let me let me do the the nickel tour of care for a second because Please. people have heard of it for sure because care has been around for seventy five years. Um, most folks know us for the global humanitarian relief effort that we've mm-hmm. been part of for much of that time. Um, one of the things I think is ironic that folks don't know is that we get our phrase care package from care. And, and from, yeah, and from the, the parcels and bundles and boxes that people sent right after World War II to refugee torn, uh, and war torn Europe and to, to, you know, really get food and basic supplies for refugees following World War II. Um, so care, care was born out of that effort. And the cool thing about that, right? Obviously, uh, war torn Europe, not cool. The cool thing about that is, the upswell of human compassion wasn't just people. It wasn't just the government, although there were, you know, U.S. Army rations in those original care packages. Um, and it wasn't just corporations, although they had spam and Hershey bars and Coca-Cola and things like that. It was all three of those entities working together to mm. fill a basic and urgent humanitarian need. And so the care package back then was really the the kind of global symbol of compassion and for 75 years it has remained that um care has grown up right now these days we operate in about 100 million countries um 
million <laughs> Listen countries. To me. That's so great. That's a lot. We operate in about a hundred <laughs> countries, helping about a hundred, about a hundred million people a year. Yeah. There we go. You know, it, it's a galactic organization. Um. So yeah, and and, and uh, Care's lens has changed too, right? Because um, the care package means something different today. It's not. It's not necessarily physical boxes going someplace, right? And right. And our work today focuses primarily on um, empowering women and girls globally because mm-hmm. care is in a global fight against poverty. That's our primary focus. And when you, when you look at it that way, um, to fight poverty globally, the, the best and cleanest, easiest way to do that is to help women and girls globally. So we do education programs and food and water safety and uh, food security and uh, fight against gender-based violence and provide maternal and infant health care um, and financial inclusion programs. It's a, it's a really, really broad base now. Um, and, and from kind of, you know, my, my background is in kind of tech and then cause marketing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and care spans really every, every sector you can think of in ways that are enabling, empowering women. Um, that's really important as it turns out to corporate partners and corporate interests mm. because global also that global reach, I think would be of interest to corporate partners. Right. I mean, we'll get into that in a, in a second. You still haven't answered my question. Like, what do you do? What do you do there? Because, because <laughs> that was a lovely, like I'm wrapped just listening to your description of what care does, but what do you do? Because global supply <laughs> chains are important and because yes. the audience is global and because the corporate audience is, employees and consumers and their supply chain and so what i do is i i I do a lot of what i've done in other places Uh, i work with cares corporate partners um, both you know recruiting them maintaining them nurturing their relationships Uh, but we have corporate partners like uh, mars and pepsi and cargill which has been our partner for uh, more than 60 years now Uh, yeah and more recent partners like tiffany and company and uh, MasterCard that we're working with on financial inclusion. But that's the thing. Care's got this big, broad base, and we're supporting women globally. Fantastic. Who wants to be a part of that? And, and everyone. Exactly. And so my team, <laughs> my team is in charge of working with corporate partners on, on their three sort of main concerns. What impact are we driving in the world? And for that, we work with corporate foundations primarily. What mm awareness are we driving about our impact or in conjunction that gives us more impact and those are the audiences i mentioned right consumer audiences and employee engagement um and then what advocacy are we working on how are we trying to influence policy globally and here in the u.s to support that entire chain so if you look at kind of what care does globally for for our causes um we're focused primarily on impact but of course we want to drive awareness and brand and of course, we want to drive um, laws and policy in that same direction. So those three things fit really nicely together for the nonprofit. And it's also an area, all three of those, where we can work side by side with the corporation and achieve the same set of interests together. My job is to help that process happen. Do you have corporate partners that are operating in all three of those areas? Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. You do? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, the the best example really of that is Mars. They they launched a campaign mm. uh, just about a month and a half, two months ago, called Full Potential, 
<laughs> and they're asking uh, thousands and thousands of women what it might take for them to achieve their full potential all around the globe. And then they're bringing that data together and they're using it to affect their management decisions, their employee decisions, their supply chain decisions, et cetera. Mm. Yeah. And, and it's, um, so there, there you go. Right. So that's that, that data will affect work that we're doing in the cocoa supply chain in Ghana and Cote, uh, Cote d'Ivoire. Yep. Yep. I was going to ask if that had a piece there. Sure. Absolutely. And, and it will impact um, workforce and workforce decisions and, diversity, equity, inclusion decisions. Um, and for sure, uh, we're working with them on the, um, the UN, United Nations Food uh, Food Systems and Food Security Summit, which is coming up in the fall, uh, to talk about global policy in food systems. Yep. And um, uh, really what one of the things, one of the areas in common that we're all looking at is how to get an equitable living wage for food workers globally. And that's really important to a corporation that's got supply chains everywhere. Yeah, no, absolutely. I want to talk a little bit about that research piece, because I find that so fascinating that when a company will really mobilize some significant assets to do real research around impact. Mm -hmm. Can you talk, what's the role of care in that? Are you just advise, not you personally, I assume there's a programmatic side that's (laughs) advising on research. Chris Noble, the person is not, but can you, can you speak to that research piece a little bit more? You you really want to keep me out of the programmatic side of things. (laughs) Whenever, whenever it's at all. You talk a good game, but you know. Yeah. I can describe (laughs) what the programs do. Uh, yeah, I eat a lot of Mars <laughs> chocolate. So there is absolutely a, a programmatic piece to it. Uh, the 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 initial care piece to it is actually just um, helping to be a conduit for those questions, right? Because we've got field offices in mm. you know dozens and dozens and dozens Everywhere. of countries, yeah, hundreds of millions of countries, and hundreds of millions of countries, <laughs> right? And and so so uh, that's the initial piece. Um, there's more that we're going to be doing. Uh, there are other partners that are working on the same kind of initiative. So, uh, B- mm. Booz Allen, not a, not a partner you hear about very yeah. much in the cause space, right? Right. But uh, Booz Allen has a current initiative where they're actually providing AI and data analysis service to programs like those that are gathering lots of data points about women. And uh, actually, mm. it's a it's a there's a full DEI. It's not it's not um, specifically gender focused, but um, to collect all those data points and then find out what's needful and where where advocates should be working and what are we doing. It's really, really an interesting time because, um, you know, the world that we've mostly li- have lived in in the last 10 years, there's been a lot of, there's a lot of impact and action. But but when we see it as consumers or as agency people or in the, you know, the space that a lot of your audience dwells in, right? Um, we see the bright, shiny part of that that reaches the consumer, that reaches right. the employee. Right. And this last year at CARE, you know, I started just before the pandemic hit. And I was going <laughs> to ask you that. I can't remember when you started. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a hot second. Exactly. But, but, so, but this last, finish your thought first. So this last year just really shows you that um, corporate interests, right? I mean, look at um, uh, what's the, name? the Edelman Trust Barometer, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the last Trust Barometer came out corporates are leading institutions in terms of trusted voices 
And yeah. and corporates are taking fascinating, right? And they're taking that lead for real, not just in their marketing, but all yep. the way through to we, we have we have people who are in charge of cocoa production who are mm-hmm. farmers. How do we better take care of those farmers? Because it's good business for our supply chain. It's the right, right thing to do. All these things are really starting to cross over, and you're seeing more and more corporations say, "We have muscle and strength that we can lend to this effort, and it's it's the right thing to do for our business." Right? It's not just it's the it's the morally right thing to do or the ethically right thing to do. It's actually good business, and a lot of the stuff that we're seeing now is, you know, when when farmers are better off, surprise, surprise, yields are better. Okay, well, let's talk a little bit about COVID pivots, because I think what CARE did with this CARE package that you so beautifully explained at the beginning of the episode is fascinating. So talk about what happened after COVID hit from, I, I would, let's let's limit it to the, the corporate partner space, because I know you could talk about this all day, but talk about what happened and how you, how you evolved that CARE package. And quite frankly, your your impact area. Yeah, I was just going to say a lot of things changed with COVID for everyone. Um, for for care, the the biggest single thing that changed, and we we respond to global humanitarian disaster. That's it's a, it's part of what we do. And so the minute that we saw COVID kind of hit and coming, uh, we mobilized in about sixty five countries to do PPE delivery ahead of time to take care of healthcare workers on the front lines. And to, and to pre-position things like um, uh, washing stations, other things that would reduce the spread of COVID. Um, and we had partners, traditional partners like actually Colgate Palmolive, yeah. who helped us and helped reach you know, 9 million people with their, soap. with their soap and with supplies that could reduce the spread of COVID by promoting sanitation. That's sort of, that's regular, that's great. It's important. That's regular care business. Everybody expected care to be in that line. And we were. There you were. The last two years, we've had an innovation hub based in Atlanta where we test some of the things we've learned fighting poverty in the global south and try to bring those lessons back, um, establishing saving circles, for example, that uh, help people, you know know this, most people can't afford a $400 emergency hit. And so the saving circles that work in villages elsewhere, we call them village savings and loan, the community saving circles here. So we've, we've experimented in the U.S. and we've had some pilot programming, but we've never really acted in the United States in a, in a real way in our 75-year history. Mm-hmm. And COVID um, and then uh, the murder of George, George Floyd, some of the other things that happened this last nine months really, really brought to the fore the need for care to establish and run U.S. programming. Um, and so we launched, um, we hunkered down, you know, small teams inside of big giant, you know, aircraft carrier size nonprofits can still do a whole lot. And as you know, uh, I'm a startup guy. And, uh, so I was welcomed onto that team and, uh, really a small team of super dedicated people. Um, Ryan Shepard, who heads up our innovation hub, uh, Jessica Kirkwood, of course, who, you know. Uh, who mm-hmm. is, leads the care package effort kind of globally is in charge of the global brand for the care package. Um, a handful of others got together and we said, okay, what does it mean to operate in the U.S.? Hunger is the most immediate problem, but frontline workers needed some cover too at that time. And um, uh, how would care play? 
right? So, you know, feeding America is already here, already basic, already on that hunger problem. And we don't, don't want to displace them or right? we wouldn't displace them, couldn't if we tried, right? But what's the role? What, what does care do elsewhere that's valuable that we could bring here? And so we started a really interesting program with the gig economy platforms, TaskRabbit, Lyft, Uber, DoorDash, um, where we're actually creating basically a humanitarian fund to deliver humanitarian tasks, right? Because people are unemployed or underemployed and there's work that needs to be done. Folks can't get to the food banks. They can't wait in line. They're immunocompromised. They can't leave their house. And so we literally propped up a, um, a program where funds flow in, taskers, ta- I'll use taskers as an example, Task- taskers are hired um, to do an hour or two hours worth of work. Some of that work is delivering food to those who need it. Some of that work might be checking in on a neighbor, uh, doing door-to-door uh, temperature reading. Um, even now we're looking at bringing people to the vaccine centers. So we've created this, yeah. And it's the cool thing about it is it's providing a wage to someone who needs it. So that goes to our core mission. And it's delivering a unit of humanitarian need. So that goes to our other part of our core mission. Um, the people affected are disproportionately, as you know, women and girls, right? Women have been disproportionately affected by COVID. Frontline workers are disproportionately women. And so the other thing we did, just like we do everywhere else, is a cash assistance cash transfer program where uh, MasterCard and uh, Procter & Gamble and others helped us out with that to get that going. And so we've created now a system of really cash, saving circles, and jobs, right, that are all pointed at the same problem in six different cities. We're in Houston, Louisville, Atlanta, Akron, uh, Los Angeles, and in the Bay Area. And then finally, just because we're in that same space, like what does what a corporate partner do in these things? I've, I've mentioned a couple of them, but uh, as a really, really solid example, um, Tiffany and company, brand new partner for us, came on board um, kind of in, in the middle of the, the COVID times. Uh, we ran a campaign with them from July to September of last year. Uh, and um, they helped us fund and launch our LA effort. So we, we haven't, we haven't, we're, we stood up in LA because of Tiffany and company and their entire cause issue was financial inclusion and financial recovery out of coming out of COVID. And that, that's where, that's where we really see the growth too in the U S that's what we're just to clarify. All of this was sort of under the umbrella of the new care package, right? (laughs) Like you had this lovely story arc and narrative about, you know, World War II care packages and, you know, we brought these actual boxes and it was everyone coming Mm -hmm. together. And now we need to come together again and support our communities. And it looks a little different now. It's not actually a physical box, although, I mean, sometimes it can be, but it's cash, it's jobs, it's social services that we're providing. That's exactly right. That's such a beautiful, so pretty. Like it's in, in the midst of an ugly, ugly pandemic, that story is just beautiful. It's, it is the new care package. Um, in the Tiffany case, I guess it's blue. 
but in all other cases, it's uh, it's care orange. I'd like a Tiffany blue care package. Right? Uh, that <laughs> many people would. I imagine. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Well, that's not what we're talking about here. Okay. <laughs> but, so, so there you go. So, uh, <laughs> but you're exactly right. Like the, it's it's the new care package. It's what's needed. And if you really break down what we're doing, we're still like we work with the food banks in Atlanta, but we've also found some remnant cafeteria space and have brought in people to produce meals. We work with some food trucks in San Francisco in the Bay Area, right? So the the model, the care package of today, has stayed flexible to focus on what are the what what's the need, what need what needs to be done for people, where are the connections broken that we can fix, yeah. Where can we provide that care? Right. Yeah. And and so well, it's and- it's true to what we're what we do everywhere else. Well, and I don't know that our listeners, you've you've made it sound so seamless and easy, but like if you guys really think about this, what they've done in terms of being an international NGO that's had like this teeny tiny little footprint in the U.S. to ramp up this massive care package effort with brand new partners from the deliver, you know, delivery side as well as the corporate side, or maybe just kind of re envisioning some of those those partnerships in the U.S. I mean, that's a huge undertaking. So you're making, you're, I feel like you're underselling it just a little bit because that's, <laughs> that's a lot to do in a, you know, very short period of time. It's a lot to do in a short time. It's a, it's a phenomenal team. I mean, I, I can't say enough about the, the folks who care that they've really. So you've been a little busy. Is There's been some stuff say. going on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, not, not me, right? Chris Noble, human mouthpiece, but uh, other people have been. Yeah, you're never busy. I've been busy and working hard. Um, the cool thing too, too, though, just to that point, like, now that it's up and running and we understand it, the potential to scale it and sort of stay with mm. stay within what care does well, but still have something that's differentiated and necessary for the United States, yeah, is really compelling. So you're going to stick with it. You're going to stick with that program in the U.S. You know, just back on it for a second, right? We run a very successful saving circle program in dozens of countries, and can you imagine? something more needful than a system that helps families get savings up and over four hundred dollars. Yeah. Right. So yeah, we're gonna stay with that. No, the need's there. The need is the there. The need is but, there. We're gonna stick with that. But it's been a crisis in the US and that's why you responded. Like it's that's you right. know, you had a little teeny footprint, that toe print in the US before that. That's right. But there was a disaster and you looked in your own backyard and said, we need hey. to respond to this. But what you're hearing and now that you're there, you're like, oh yeah, we can. This is a place we do need to make an impact because there are plenty of Americans that don't have this four hundred dollars. There's plenty. There's the plenty pocket. more that we can do, and the uh, right. So you're not, you're folks, not going away anytime soon. Yeah, the, the 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 best example of that really was just um, a, a few weeks ago in Houston when the ice storms hit. Right? Oh my gosh! We we ramped up efforts because we could. It's a it's a really scalable yeah. model now because it rides on yeah. the back of gig economy and sort of new new platforms new technology and and again mm-hmm. so now just because you, you gave me this great setup but that's the care package <laughs> well but that's the care package right the the care package is a place where people and government and brands can come together where they can all put something in the box mm-hmm. and 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 the people who need it can take whatever they need out of the box doesn't need to be a physical box although there are physical boxes coming out of food banks right now right yeah. we've delivered four million actual care packages in uh since we got started uh last summer and wow. yeah that's just in the u.s right we've delivered more globally obviously like 
Oh, I'm sure. Um, but so it's uh, it's super interesting and a lot of work, and really, really, um, it's a it's a great team to be on. Well, kudos to you and your team for some incredible work. Okay, I have so much more I want to talk to you about. We were running out of time. Okay, okay so I try to one cover question like, I really I try to get, get ahead of some of these questions too. <laughs> So I can just say, well, I mean, you did, but you kind of like teased all these things that I want to pull at now. So uh, one one question I really do want to ask you, because I know that longtime listeners of Cause Talk Radio probably know who you are, Um, you know. The infamous Chris Noble. You've got, we talked about this, you have a deep agency background, technology background, and now you have embedded yourself into the heart of a corporate partnerships team at a leading international NGO. What have you learned? What can you share with people? Was it what you expected? (laughs) Was it different? Was it surprising? Was it fabulous? Like, can you just share a little bit about that culture change? You've got to be a little bit of a culture shock. Absolutely. And I I feel like I should put on the dark glasses and have the voice transformer working right now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So uh, here's the thing. In in agency life, we work, we tend to work with other agencies or with the marketing entities of brands. Right. So the biggest single shift of the last year for me is mostly I'm talking to corporate foundations or the CSR mm-hmm. team, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think the industry is going to rise up and fix this because I'm seeing some trends that show that. Like Tiffany and Mars have both kind of started to break down those barriers a little bit. Mm-hmm. But golly, are those still two very different <laughs> word, worlds? <laughs> they just are. So so the the foundation, it moves slower and it's focused more on impact. Marketing moves faster, is focused more on awareness. Mm-hmm. Those that, that same three-ring circus is important, impact awareness and advocacy. But um, the budgets are also very different. So yeah. what, what seemed like not a lot of money to me as a campaign budget a year and a half ago, when I'm consulting with somebody, um, with some corporation on what they're doing for their cause marketing. In marketing. Right. Now is a huge sum of money for the foundation Mm. arm of maybe even the same brand. Hmm. Right. And so that is, that's a big culture shift. I think that I honestly think the world's going to change before I do, before I adapt to that change. I think the world is going to change a little bit because people are, especially this summer, especially with social justice um, becoming such a huge issue right on the front page every day for months. Right, even right now, right, the right trials are going on in Minneapolis right now. Um, brands are realizing that they can't just pay lip service to stuff; that they have to wake up and be doing something. And I think you're going to see, you know, doing something costs more than talking about something. Right. And so you're going to have to see those. But that's a mismatch. What you just what said I'm is saying. a mismatch because the budgets are in the talking about and it. And this is what I'm saying: you're going to have to start moving. You just have to. You have to start moving budget into doing something. Now, some brands, and actually, I, I love mentioning Mars because I love mentioning Mars, right? But some brands are super aligned with that notion already and see what they're doing as about helping their business, helping their supply chain. Sure, it's helping people, but it's all lined up into one thing. And, and I really think that's the way we're going to have to go. We're going to see that shift. It's not going to be tomorrow, but if you look at the shift in audience, Right. This is now the very agency talk here. Right. 
But <laughs> millennials smell bullshit better yep. than any other consumer we have encountered. Yep. So here we go, kids. I just forgot. <laughs> I, I, I forgot in that moment that I was representing care and not myself. Oh, well. Uh, I don't think I'm going to get fired for that. Uh, it, 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 but that's the thing, right? So millennials sense that. So the audience is going to be there. The supply chain people have been talking this, right? You know, the, the sustainable brands crowd has been on this forever. That it's actually right. good business to practice good business. Right. right. And so I think you're going to see just the same way COVID was a, a flashpoint and a pivot point for so many businesses and as an accelerator for so many things. Trend lines are going to move faster now because of this shift. And I think you're going to see more and more corporations say, oh, we can't just put our money in awareness. We're going to have to actually put our money in driving impact. And I think that's going to benefit it's funny. I'm sorry. One more thing. Cause uh, Joe waters is listening somewhere. I can feel him. <laughs> and it's an old argument that Joe and I have had about do corporations really need causes, mm. right? We, 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 two, three years ago, we were talking about a trend line where we were saying, look, this corporation brand X just up and said, we're about women. We're just going to talk about how much we love women and how, yes. and how we celebrate them. And, and we looked at that trend and we all said, geez, maybe, maybe the nonprofit doesn't need to be part of this equation anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm here to tell you based on just this year of experience, could be wrong, but absolutely the nonprofit has to be part of the equation because somebody has to do the actual work. Yeah. Right. Corporations are not With authority and intelligence, because that's always been my beef about that. The companies being like, we're going to talk about women. Like, really, what do you know about women? And, and that's probably a, not as much as care. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, like, and that's it's exactly that, Megan. That's where the dividing line is where you go. No, no. Everybody needs to do what they do best. You guys run, exactly. run a business. You run a business. Great. If these impact goals are important to you, you have to hire somebody to deliver on the impact goals. And that's where the nonprofit comes in. Yes, I love that. Yeah, I 100% agree. And that kind of tees up my last question for you today. Fantastic. Um, r- rumor has it that you will be speaking at the Engage for Good virtual conference <laughs> in May. And you're going to be talking about something that I think is pretty fascinating, which is forming alliances and how do you make an impact, not just within your own four walls of your organization. Can you give us a little sneak peek? I, I can. I'm going to go back up on uh, on COVID for a second because... Um, That's all right. What what crisis does, right? I've got a couple of theses on these. One is that crisis brings renaissance. Mm-hmm. We don't have time for that today, and it's mostly about art. <laughs> um, but but the other thing that crisis does is 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 it forms allies, and right. I just mentioned feeding America. Like you, can, everybody can't do everything well, mm-hmm. right? And so th- there are folks out there that are already making sure that food banks are well supplied. Awesome. Do it. We have a program that helps to get food out of the food banks and deliver it to somebody in need. There are other organizations that do that. Our program is actually delivering a wage to those people. Okay, that's a little different. So how do we take those differences and line them up with the other entities so that everybody's doing something where they have expertise, wages, saving circles, financial inclusion, social justice through financial inclusion? And somebody else has the hunger piece and somebody else has the food delivery piece, maybe, right? And and how do you then form partnerships around that 
it's really broken down the barriers, right? We're, we're all in it to get one central thing done to recover from COVID. And so the teaser is how do uh, corporate alliances like care is a partner of both Pepsi and Coca-Cola. So how, how do, how does this moment bring together people who might not otherwise act in concert um, and drive them forward in a way that I hope is surprising, but lasting. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. That's a teaser, right? See? That's, there you go. It's so important. It's so important. And I think you've got, there's, I don't know. I think you're a great person to talk about it. You just come at things with a little bit of a unique perspective and that innovation piece. So thank you so much. All right, Mr. Noble, it has been an absolute pleasure to talk to you as always. Where can people find you and CARE online if they'd like to do that? CARE, oh, be specific about this. CARE is care.org. .org. Uh, I'm still, uh, you know, Noble, N-O-B-L-E-C-F on Twitter. If anybody uses Twitter anymore, that's a, that's a way to find me. Joe does. There you go. <laughs> but otherwise, it's just Chris, chris.noble at care.org. You can find me anytime. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here and for sharing uh, this fantastic care story with our audience today. I'll put all of this that we've mentioned today in the show notes, which you can find at engageforgood.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time. 